Sell yourself. I'm ready to sell my soul. Bef- well, before we get into the show, we're going to do some pre-roll okay. uh, sponsorship ads. Uh, try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat. Grasshopper is the app. If you need a business phone line, you want a vanity number, get that through us. Go to trygrasshopper.com forward slash sweat. That'll give you $50 off your purchase of a phone line. And that'll hook us up with a little something, something. And by the way, if you go to this, uh, this link and it gives you the security issue where it's like, this isn't safe. Totally safe, Ignore bro. That. It's so fine. It's, it's safe. fine. Don't worry about it. You can go right through. It's just not SSL secure. It doesn't have that HTTPS on there. Uh, try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat. Fresh books. You know, this song is, it's, it's, it's our next sponsor, Gay our, Cruise Lines. <laughs> Gay Cruise Lines. See Cuba Gooding Jr. and Horatio Sands on boat trip. Live. Uh, GoFreshBooks.com forward slash sweat. FreshBooks is a good invoicing system. Allison, I believe you use FreshBooks. Yeah, nah. No. Nope. Okay, great. <laughs> good yes and. Uh, no. GoFreshBooks.com forward slash sweat. Get that direct deposit from those invoices the next business day that is huge because the other ones don't do that and then warby parker trial.com forward slash sweat that's warby parker trial.com slash sweat all these affiliate links all these sponsors they help the podcast put a little bit something back into this so we can reinvest it warren buffett style that it you're getting pretty fast with those yeah just trim it down all right cool you ready just trim it down like my pubes let's do it here we go we are sweat equity this is uh about girthy roi hashtag that if you're uh listening to this pushing it out there hashtag 69 b2b oh. you got a friend's brand I'm getting, the, I'm getting the uh, head shake from our guest, uh, Miss Allison Kerr. Um, you agree? Do you know, you should change the hashtag sixty nine B to B to anything else right. other than that. So do you know yeah. what, what we're about? Do you know what that's about? <laughs> so we said anybody that anybody that five stars, uh, if your friend starts a podcast or a business that's on Google My Business or something like that, you should immediately five star that. As soon as you can, right? All right, right. Okay. I just I do it blindly. If people invite me to a business I'm not page, against the practice, <laughs> I'm against the name, right? I don't, to make it a thing, I want to reciprocate the love from a branding perspective. It doesn't really from help. a dick joke perspective, though. But it's really but good. It's, for you know this. You know, literally, this podcast is pragmatic business advice with dick jokes. Like that is. I what's understand re- that. Okay. Um, you know, but being the pragmatic one. Uh, <laughs> Pragmatically speaking, <laughs> not a lot of people going to repeat that. Right. Sixty nine B two B, it's going to catch on, guys. Oh, it's Lord. look, prove them wrong out there. If you're listening, prove them wrong. Or prove. But if you do, mind. if you do, send us a screen grab of you uh, five starring our podcast. Eric and I will uh, double team 69. that. Well, we'll both sixty nine you uh, and your brand. You just got to send us the brand as well. That's yeah. a that's a good deal. Two for one. It's a good deal. It's a great deal. Uh, Allison. My friend, my accountability buddy from uh, Primal Elements, that's P-R-Y-M-E-L, elements.com, and new podcast, Brandology, Beyond the Logo, on Spotify, Google Play, not quite, as we record this, it'll probably 
This will be out next Monday. So as we record it, you'll probably be on iTunes. Hopefully. Yeah. Yes. Apple Podcasts. Um, so go on that. Give her a five-star review. Uh, subscribe. Rate. Review. That's the cheat code. All that. Yeah. Um, what's going on? What's What's kicking? Everything. As the owner of your own digital agency, uh, we found a commonality of wanting to bitch about what we do for a living mm-hmm. <laughs> and found uh, find a good therapeutic kind of uh, we've been trying to call each other, keep each other accountable on our own kind of goals. Why don't you give the listeners your background? Because I don't I don't know if I know it 100 percent. OK, I, I know you have a design background. Uh-huh. I know you've told me bits and pieces throughout, but uh, we became what I call fast BFFs. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, so let's clarify that yes, business besties only. Besties. Yeah, uh, <laughs> my eyes are up here. You know. Oh, you're saying the oh the other way. Okay. She's not actually friends with you. Just business okay. friends. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, anyway, business. So my background is actually in um, journalism and communications. Um, I thought I was going to um, conquer the world by launching my own magazine, and um, I did that for a little bit. And it was cool, but it wasn't exactly what I was meant to do. So um, I ended up getting some more experience in like sales and marketing because that's what you need when you run a magazine. You need to understand how that stuff works. So, um, you know, spent several years um, doing that for different businesses. So I worked in publishing. I worked in finance. um, I worked in uh, commercial real estate, like multifamily for a bit too and then um you know at that time i was running my own uh graphic design freelance business um you know just to help uh pay some (laughs) extra bills and try to start my own thing um with that and um eventually it morphed into um what i have now which is primal elements you know we're a branding and consulting agency um we primarily work with uh, small businesses, startups, nonprofits, um, people that really just don't know where to start with their businesses, um, or if they have started and they're trying to take their business to the next level, uh, they come talk to someone like me who can help to um, not only figure out where the holes are in their business, but give them the tools, albeit you know, uh, visually or internally, systems-wise, to actually take their business to the next level yeah we were talking we talked about this last episode i'm secretly an ops nerd i think you are as well yeah and that's i think why we got along with it's like this is how this workflow should be and we got to figure out how to do this into for respective businesses uh for us i think you and i also think that it's crazy a lot of business owners don't have any shade of an idea any thought of an idea of a business plan no. It's so fucking nuts. Like or, when you're like, just how about a goal? Give right. me something like revenue. You want to hit something, right? You know, and it, it's, are you just fucking firing from the hip? <laughs> a lot yeah. of them, because it's I know it's, it's a lot of 90, guesswork. Ninety-seven percent you know? don't even like sniff at, at. This isn't a real fact, but it's like ninety-seven percent don't uh, don't write a business plan or an outline. Yeah, even an outline. I mean, once the business is up and going, you got stuff to do, man. Like, <laughs> and I, I'll have to say, like, I mean, I've I've never been a big fan of writing business plans because they're honestly they can be intimidating, especially if you don't have a business background, or you're not really taught sure. how to do it. However, totally get that. Um, you know, I don't even know if that's the first place that I would tell people to start. You know, I always tell people that the foundation of any business is 
building your brand. So you need to understand what your brand is about, you know, who you're targeting, all that stuff that will help you when you're actually ready to build out a business plan framework. So I tell a company if they're in startup phase, you know, within the first year or so of operations, that's not really what they need to focus on. Focus on building out a really solid brand with a really great foundation first, get through your first year, work out some of the kinks, and then put your energy into building out an actual business plan that'll take you to the next level. It, yeah, it's just a different method of, yeah. you're going to get there. We, we both are getting to the same kind of area with a client where you're like, you just approach it from a different way. I just like to say, hey, this is a thing that existed that you may want to check out. Right. And you may want to, here's some pragmatic advice. Go to uh, sba.gov actually has a pretty good business plan like mm-hmm. outline. It's like a form. It's not, it doesn't feel icky. It doesn't feel like a term paper. Uh, liveplan.com and then bplans. Yeah. Those are uh, like freemium kind of uh, app sites, but they'll walk you through the whole process pretty well. Mm-hmm. And I start with a goal setting. I start with like, what do you want to do? Yep. That's really what I ask. And then they go, well, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, a year from now. And it sounds corny. You feel like you're that um, that corny motivational speaker that's like, all right, picture it. Three years from now, what do you want to do? <laughs> but really, if you don't have that in your sites, on your Pinterest board, uh, in your mind for your business, like, what do you, you're, you, re, you might shoot from the hip and you might be doing it and it might be working okay, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to catch up to you. I just think it's interesting that you don't have to have a business plan right when you're starting. There's no, like you can wait a year to write a business plan or come up with some goals or like get an idea of what you're wanting to do. Like Allison was saying. Yeah. I mean, I think people think a business plan is like, oh, I'm taking this to the bank so that right. they'll give me money for the business. It's like, Which could well, be part of it. Right. Yeah. And a lot of them do want to see that, but it's not just that. It could be beneficial for your actual business mm-hmm. to, to have that right now. Or, uh, here's my thing know where where you suck right like i'm not great at projecting financials for you know when it gets complex for Mm -hmm. a company uh that's where i was like okay that that helped me when i was writing business plans for clients back in the day is like oh okay i'm better in this small to medium area when we get to corporate enterprise level this this is too much for me and i don't get excited about cost accounting Mm -mm. but it does get me in a, a weird way to go, okay, that's a hole in my game. I need to look at that a little bit better, or I need to learn that at least. But you're also not an accountant, like a bigger bit. No, but. They're going to have high-level accountants doing those things anyway. Right, but at the same time, you have you have just, you talk to anybody that's kind of successful business person, it's like, they, they can do some quick accounting off the top of their head, and they're always kind of cost accounting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like the really successful people I, I have as mentors can they're always like thinking about the numbers th- yeah. well yeah think about cutting costs all the time yeah um because there's a saying like something about when you're young you're always worried about revenue and bringing that in but the, the older salts they're always worried about the cost cutting part of it. yeah because they've already got the revenue coming in yeah. it's more of an exercise the business plan isn't really exercise on like here's here's something to turn in and and you're right people do think that they think that's like i gotta i'm only doing that to get that and it's no, I say write an outline, and that's what I walk people through too. Is like, what's your, what are you, what's the vision for this? Right. Which is part of a business plan. What your brand is, you're just breaking the brand parts are just scattered throughout the whole uh, business yeah. plan. Do they it are. for yourself, mm-hmm. right? So Don't I just tell anybody. Just so do we it. we have to figure out how to almost trick. 
Yeah. You, we're manufacturing a business plan, but it's like, I, we're trying to make it not. I've always told you I want to get like a big gamify board, a touchscreen board to make it entertaining. Because mm-hmm. I think if you could make that entertaining, that kind of fun, it, it would, you know, you get a lot more out of out of the client that doesn't know a lot of things, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, one day we'll get that touchscreen. <laughs> one day, on vertical list. TVs, baby. Yes, all over the place. <laughs> Sideways. I want it to be like Price is Right for business. <laughs> I just want, to, yeah. I just want a bunch of games that bunch are like. Of wooden <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What are your costs? Are you... Perfect. That's usually reserved for my jokes. Oh, okay. um, but uh, so brand brandology beyond the logo mm-hmm. the podcast that. I think it's adjacent to what you're doing, right? It's not, it's its own deal. Kind of like sweat equity is to Tokubaga, our firm. Um, it's, they're not completely independent and they're not together. I would say that's how I kind of have it. Mm-hmm. Um, we have our own entity. We have our own LLC and all the trademark and stuff for this podcast. But uh, tell me about it. Why you wanted to do it? What's up with it? Why should we listen? All that. Of course. Um, well, Braindology Beyond the Logo is um, a podcast that focuses on breaking down the art and science behind branding. So um, because of I primarily focus on brand development um, with my clients, um, one of the things that I realize is that people really don't have a true understanding of what branding is or how in-depth it actually goes. Most people think it's just logo. your logo. It's oh, a logo. your website, you yeah. know? Um, and that's branding. That's branding. Like I hear people say that all the time. Like, oh, look at that logo. That's branding. And I'm like, it's not branding. Like that, at least not part in it's of branding. It's, part it's, of it. it's yeah. like one seventh of what you know um, branding Ooh. is actually. It's a about, very specific you know? fraction. Yeah, you have the other six. <laughs> See, <laughs> ops minded. Boom. So you know, when it comes to branding, you know, as Name you guys the other know, six. I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> So, you know, you have like, you know, company culture, you know, your messaging, your um, your target audience, like how you actually go about showing up in the world. So visually, you know, visual branding. Um, and then there's like your customer acquisition strategy. Like there's so many different ways that like branding actually affects things that people just think like, oh, well, if I just have a website and a logo, I'm, I'm branded well. It's like, no, it's like people need to understand what makes you different and, you know, with you develop your unique value proposition through the brand development process. You know, people get to understand, you know, why should I come talk to, you know, um, your firm over coming to my firm? Like, right. why is it that they should? Whoa. I think yeah, that's, that's outside. That's a 7th Avenue singer, baby. I don't know. Oh, that guy's got some pipe. For those outside <laughs> the area, this is like the Bourbon Street of Tampa, and it's uh, some guy's wailing out there. Yes, yeah, it's great. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know if the mics picked that up, it but did, usually, so. well, well, these are new mics, so we've sometimes we've done this before, and we're like, "Oh, it's going to come through." It never. Comes it through. Oh, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah. Huh. Um. Anyhow, so yeah, so you know, there, there's just so many different ways that um, you know, branding actually affects our world, and all the way down to even when you're getting ready to sell your company, you know, the, determining the value of your company also um, has to do with your brand. So yeah. how strong your brand is. So. Nike versus, you know, um, Fila. Fila, you know, is going to have a completely different value. Pull that one. Uh, thank you. <laughs> nice rep. Uh, that was They great. got Grant Hill, though. Oh, they, uh, he drinks one. Sprite. Well, there you go. It just went up. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that, those are the kind of things that um, people don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. I So, 
branding i always try to compare it to malcolm gladwell's blank it's mm-hmm. uh it's like what do people think of your your business or you if you are the business mm-hmm. in that blank and that's kind of that's the reflection of branding yeah um it's it, it, it like a logo you're trying to condense all these things that tell something about your business mm-hmm. into one blank moment right that's why logos are difficult that's why so what do we figure out logos the hero image on the website um the sl- a slogan or tagline and a brand name these are the hardest parts of branding in my eyes a little bit just general branding i'd say uh the way i view it and so they're they're really hard because you're squeezing you're condensing all this information down to one thing that represents everything mm-hmm. right and so i tar- i use our our fire um logo as an example campfire logo it's like this tells a story once i can explain it to someone right we don't we don't care if they don't get it if the broad public doesn't get it i we're account uh we talked about this on the last episode we're account farmers not hunters we want to build relationships so if mm-hmm. someone sitting down and wants to hear me tell them about why we have a campfire logo and it has something to do with the tokabaga indian tribe and you know we're sitting around a campfire strategizing it has a brand. We didn't say we wanted to hear about it. it no, I'm, I'm giving you the short version. Before you <laughs> do it. Uh, but it has a brand world. It has a story. It, it makes it have sticking power. Yeah. Because once I tell everybody that, then they they do remember why why we have these things. Exactly. It's like and going it, to Disney versus like Universal. You know, like you. I, this is not going to be a metaphor I'm going to grasp. No, but, but it's just, I want to hear it. It's the fact that like you have your company has produces an experience right oh yeah yeah that is different than say working with my company right you know and that's what sticks in people's mind so even if you have an image you know that is your campfire logo they'll remember that but they will do you have some people that will remember the fact that you actually sat down with them and had a you know really detailed conversation about building their brand or doing their digital marketing over just like sending them some like you know files like there's some thought process that went behind it so you know, that's why you have your people that are, you know, Universal fans versus Disney fans or whatever the yeah. experience is, you know. I don't even, when we do logos for a client, I don't, I don't let them, I don't email it to them. Mm-hmm. I want to see their face. So we either do it in person or via video. Yeah. Because there is, because of the blank test. Right. So that, and that's like another thing too, like from a, a brand standpoint, that is your process. Like understanding like yeah. how you actually get to the win for a client is a part of your entire brandscape, you know. So I don't do that. Like I, so like (laughs) our clients, you know, I actually do send them their logos, um, but they send it to them in black and white first, you know, and then there's like, they get to review it online and they get to leave comments. And the only reason I don't sit down with them in person anymore is because from a, a time standpoint, for me, it's not efficient, but knowing when I get that email back from them, that's like, Oh my gosh, I love this one. This is so great. Like, you know, I can feel the energy from what they're, sure. what they're doing. Uh, but you have a different, you know, process, which is totally fine. Yeah. You know? So, and that's what I think companies don't, uh, they don't think about that. They don't think about like, how do I stand apart and why do I have, you know, why do I need to do things differently than, you know, say my competition, you know, cause people are always saying, Oh, well, there's enough, there's enough room for everyone. Everyone can eat. You can have, you know, 10,000 branding agencies in the same area. 
you know, that'd be really crazy. But if that were the case. Well, we know there's a lot of jabroni ones out there. Well, there are. There's a lot of, I mean, look, that's the audience we're kind of trying to hit for this podcast. Honestly, there's a lot of people that are trying to do their own brand, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that have to do it or that are doing it, you know, maybe a couple hours a week, if that, like, (laughs) you know, and that's fine. That's, you got to start somewhere. But when you go out and you're, I, I, talk about the guy who says he's gonna run a marathon mm-hmm. he's front loading all the adulation but he didn't run it yet right i feel like there's a lot of people like that with trying to do their own ad agency or, or branding agency and stuff mm-hmm. they they go out there they can take the selfies they're very good at their own social media we're the, I, I say we're the opposite we're yeah. bad at promoting ourselves oh, yeah. and all the work we've done and we, we got to figure out how to get over that part but um i think Everything for me, as far as implementing process and differentiation, because there's no template for us as as the agency owners, you have to develop it and you really have to always look back. Okay, what frustrated me, mm-hmm. you know, when we did this last time yep. and like Eric and I, when we were doing web development, we were just like, okay, any, any custom code, we got to have a, dep- we got to have like a place to push all this like, yeah so we have an evernote full of like the custom code this is how we did it and then we got to the point where it was like if it's really difficult we got to make ourselves record a screen grab explaining that because we're not going to remember it mm-hmm. it we we want to get the sites done and not honestly not use that headspace to just be able to code on the fly right it doesn't add value for us as our ops mm-hmm. but this is you know a year or two ago but i'm saying like Part of the process, my process and like anything I do in business to up our game, same with jokes, it all comes out of frustration. Mm-hmm. I write jokes out of frustration uh, that I can't, I'm, I'm bitching about it in my head about something. Mm-hmm. And then uh, with business, I get frustrated because I didn't see those three steps ahead sometimes. Right. right. I don't know if you feel the same way about that or. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I but they but the sorry the client doesn't care that much <laughs> yeah right they just want it done on the t- on time mm-hmm. and you want to be like look look what you could have had right with someone else this could have been horrible you know it's funny because I went to um toward um, the Bucks training facility last week man, everybody gets to go but me man I went sa- I went on Saturday you, did you yeah um you know but the the their internal agency, their marketing team essentially was one that did the the tour. And so we got to kind of hear from their perspective, like what it takes to pull a brand like this together, you know? And Uh so like even the owners of the Bucks, like they took like an entire year to develop the brand. The world's Um, worst uniforms. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, alarm clock. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, even, but they knew that though, like they knew that they weren't great. And so they kept taking time to like evolve them. Well, if if you saw inside, like, you know, the lobby of the training facility, Uh, we're huge bucks fans. Okay. So I could probably, I probably know every Jersey, every Jersey iteration. There's not that many, honestly. No, but the fact that they like three big ones, the fact that they took the time and I'm saying this because you have clients that will be like, Oh, I want a logo or I want a website. Yes yesterday you know not thinking five oh, years down the road, now, yeah. you know now i'm like oh so you want to rush something that you're going to have forever right hmm. mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> you know totally so don't get it everybody needs it yesterday yeah yeah i, I try to explain quality versus price versus delivery mm-hmm. I, I just try to break that down and go look i, I can get you a site 
I'll make you something tomorrow. Yeah, it's it ain't gonna be awesome, right. and yeah, you're not gonna have is, any say. Yeah, right. there's always somebody cheaper that'll undercut you and do a shitty job. Yeah, and, and the and they don't know the difference necessarily right away that right. it's not working or it's it's gonna mess up or whatever it is. And right. one thing I learned from our clients too, so I I feel like I always benefit because I definitely don't think I know everything. I just kind of I'm a good vessel for hearing good information, writing it down, and then you know, spitting it out on this podcast or mm-hmm. when we're meeting up or something. Right. And so, uh, one of my clients was like, you should probably be charging more, <laughs> which is mm-hmm. a weird thing to hear from one of your clients. And you're like, what? Right. Uh, you were, you were arguing with me about a quote about when we, re- when we started this and he goes, yeah, but, uh, you'll, he could see the frustration of like trying to deal with all the, the needed done yesterday to people that you're like, uh, you need to have the power of no kind of thing. Yeah. And I was very bad about that and I'm getting better at it, but it's tough because you're like, I don't know. You work with startups now and I just don't, I don't, I don't have any tolerance for it. Mm-hmm. Like if someone's like, I got an app. I, I had a guy here in here two Sundays ago, tell me his app idea. Mm-hmm. And he's telling me how much he's spending once it goes up. I won't tell you what the app is, but I go, buddy, we don't. We can't even get to the marketing part, which is what you wanted me to do for you, right? Because your costs are out of fucking like I don't even. Control. I don't yeah. need to know that much, but the way you're telling me that there's that I was like I forgot to mention this after I should I couldn't articulate, but I wanted to say like the beauty of the app is less people involved. Mm-hmm. Human capital is the most expensive cost a lot of the time, right? right? Right. And so he's like, well, what do you know? You're you're a marketing guy. I go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's go backwards, and that's where I'm going down the whole business plan with them. Like, what's this? What what's your goal? What your benchmarks? What are your KPIs? When do you want to do this? When's the launch? Have you developed a, an app before? No. Okay. Well, it seems like uh, you may want to take some criticism, and he didn't want to hear it. And I was like, okay. I was like, that's fine. I don't have time for that. Right. But I would have tried to salvage that three years ago. Mm. I would have tried to be like a puppy about it. Yeah, I think that's part. It's it's makes it really hard when you have to help people understand what you do because like even from you have to think about it. Like we're not coming at it in the traditional sense and saying, oh, we're marketing, we're a marketing agency, a marketing firm. You know, especially if you're working with someone that has no business acumen whatsoever um, or very little business acumen. Oh, we're just playing on the computer all day. Right, (laughs) exactly. We're not doing anything important. You don't have anything. You send it to India, don't you? Right. You know, you can take that phone call right now even though you've had three meetings, you know, planned out. But it's like you have to constantly educate people on what you do and the value that you bring to them, you know. So, you know, they, people don't understand that marketing is not just making things look pretty or splashy, you know, like advertising does, yeah. you know, it, there is a factor in it where you have to consider the numbers. You have to consider how much energy or people capital it's going to take to make something happen right. you know, and what the ROI is, because at the end of the day, they still want ROI. Right. And know? so that, that's <laughs> the most important. I've stopped pushing like here's the order of process we need. We need your branding. Then mm-hmm. we will make your site because you can't make your website without your branding. You right. can kind of overlap the projects a little bit. Yeah. But really, if you're doing it correctly, you make the brand kind of yeah. identity and message, which mm-hmm. that's how I see it. I don't know. I want to ask you how you see branding as a whole, but sure. I look at it, the visual side, the message side, and that's how I've tried to teach it. Um, uh, so the way I try to tell them is like, all right, I need to know your goals and then we can get into like resource audit. Like what, what do you have as far as like, it may not be money, 
but it might it might you might have a lot of you know interns or yeah. like you might have a lot of developers at your hand because you have another business that mm-hmm. has a lot of overlap or something so a resource audit is in that beginning strategy stage now let's have a general strategy what is this what's your exit plan mm-hmm. i want to know that too because why would we put a lot of effort why would you pay us to put effort into some of these marketing things if it doesn't make sense right 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 um so my thing and then from like all that kind of general planning stuff i'll go into the branding because i can't we have to send them somewhere we have to make a site then after that you have to make content to push out Mm -hmm. that's another one that gets mixed up in there content's really tricky yeah because you're like you're just writing blog posts and you're like no it's more math (laughs) than it is anything i'm trying to get 500 words but i'm trying to add like mad libs all these keywords in there right and then i'm trying to direct it at an audience that doesn't know it's directed at them right so there's a psychology part of it it's not as creative as artsy creative writing as you think Mm -hmm. right but it's like it's creative in the like i gotta figure out this formula right um and the image oh it's like me with the share through thing yeah, so if you look at the titles of our our, our episodes, yeah. Eric's game the system. I did do the other figured day. Out, I was like, fig- I was telling my wife, I'm like, you want to see something amazing that I can do? Yeah. And I had I uh-huh. didn't put in the score or whatever. I typed up our last blog. I I just put it in. I was like, watch this. I haven't tested it, and I hit it 100. She's like walking off. Didn't even <laughs> stand in the same room. To I was like, it's she yeah, wasn't okay. like, let's have another kid. No. <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry, what was what were you talking about back there? I was and like, you're like, no, these are the titles to blog posts, and they're really long. I'm and good if they're at long, putting the words where they're supposed to be. <laughs> Have I shown you that? The share through? We talked about yeah, it. So, I haven't seen it yet. So it's that helps our SEO a little bit. We get more listeners that way. Yeah. Kind of. We have to look at that. But it's like, it's one of those things where that's like a really small piece of a lot of it. And if yeah. we didn't have a brand already it'd be harder for Eric to do that without us always talking about it. Right. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And so part of that branding in the message area is how am I going to ghost write like you? Yeah. If yeah. I don't know your style and tone, ours is tongue in cheek mm-hmm. for this show. It's, it's dick jokes and pragmatic business advice. <laughs> don't roll your eyes. I'm just saying, look, <laughs> dick jokes <laughs> are the eyes. great equalizer. This is my theory. Yeah. If you don't laugh at dick jokes, you're fucking wrong. Oh, okay. All right. Alien. Like, look, if you're you, you can play it like you're too good for dick jokes. There's some people that come in here and do that. That's fine. I don't I don't mind that. I get it. You got it. You got your own brand to represent. It's all brand. Yeah. Right. But uh, he's very passionate about this. It's the yeah. great yeah. equalizer though. Yeah. Because what what's the funniest thing on America's Funniest Home Videos? Nut shots. Thank you. Yeah. And that's ubiquitous. That's Everybody okay. loves that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or grandparents when their pants fall down on the dance floor for no reason. Pretty close to a dick. You're right. Yeah, everything kind of comes back point. to that. Yeah, a lot a of phallic point. symbols. And right, if point. we're going logo style, yeah, there's a lot of that, you know, throughout history. I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not saying it's the end all be all. Mm. I'm just saying, if you don't think dick jokes are funny, you're lying. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so when people try to hire you or I or Eric or anybody in the in this digital world, they go, I want you to market us. And I or I, I want a podcast done. And you're like, cool. What is it about? And they're like, uh. Right. <laughs> so it's like we got to go backwards. This is how I started. I wanted to start this place as just doing online ads because that was my specialty. That right. was like my focus. I was uh, really good at that, and so still am. No, but uh, I just wanted to do that and just crush that, and mm-hmm. that will be the thing. Then we'll add on other services. Right. 
But I found quickly when you work with small businesses, they don't have the other parts. So I had to kind of create the system of like going backwards and going, okay, here are all the marketing things you're going to do. You're going to do 15 tactics to get one new lead. Let's go backwards. And then we need content Mm -hmm. to be able to push out, to have a reason to email Mm -hmm. once a month, to push out to social media. Mm -hmm. What are you going to push out to social media? Uh, Because they're like, we need a social media game. And you're like, (laughs) Okay, what do you want? What promotions are out there? I don't know. You got to tell me some uh, stuff yeah. too. Yeah, you can't be you taking selfies and putting them out there. Dude, it's whatever. ridiculous what people think that they're going to hire you to do and you just be like, cool, I, I got it. Yeah. I'll figure this out. I'll know your your sales promos ahead of time. Right, to push exactly, out. yeah. And you're like, no, all this shit is planning for on the digital side. It's so much planning. Yeah. It's a big ski slope if you look at the hours on a graph. But that's what that's the beauty of it too it's a blessing and a curse uh there you go all right i've been talking a lot as per usual when we hang out tell us about how you see branding when you're talking to clients how do you teach it so i teach people that um branding is again the foundation of every business right so it's like building a house you can't build the house Ooh. without the proper foundation uses the same and, metaphor business uh-huh. boner i use it for <laughs> I, I, we've never talked about this so that's interesting but i mean it's it's kind of you know, i use it for websites but. i'm not gonna say that it's common knowledge but it's it's one of those things that, like if you're not telling people that it's the foundation of their business then you're telling the wrong thing so yeah. it's it's like building a house to me you know and the size of that foundation is going to be determined by the size of the company that you're ultimately trying to build so if you're you know trying to build something small you know keep it local that's a house you know one story tiny home two foot foundation maybe a slab because you don't really need a foundation that's cool but if you're trying to build out something that's going to be global you're talking maybe now a skyscraper you know and the foundation for that is like 52 feet you know so if you start out real small in a house, you know, you're is that really the foundation? You know yeah. a lot about building. <laughs> I studied. Did you really? Did. Is that legit? Yeah. Nice. Google it. No, that's, I'm, no, I, I don't want to. Just the Google. I trust Google. you. Yeah. So you know, um, and that's relative. You know, I'm sure for other, depending on the the height of the actual skyscraper, it's probably don't larger, you don't but, have to shit on your own point. But um, <laughs> I'm legit. So, I was. I, I'm yeah. actually interested. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so you know. I tell people that if you, you have to think about that first, you know, before you start diving into, you know, what your logo looks like or even what your name is, like, what is your ultimate vision for your company, you know, and how large do you see it going? And to me, that leads me to think, okay, well, if we're only building, um, you know, if we're going to build a company that is essentially going to go global, right? We know we have to have a different positioning for that than a company that's going to just stay on the local, Yep. you know? If they're going hyper local, we know that we need to focus that their their target audience is going to be local, uh, some somewhere within that skate. But that's where our focus is. You know, the the messaging and all of that is going to be focused on that particular audience. If we're going global, then we have to think like a global brand. We have to position that company like a global brand, which means that they're going to have different things that they need. You know? <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of faceless. How I, a little bit more, a lot more PC. Well, yeah. Typically. But for not, cor- not for even, corporate, not necessarily, but in the sense of like you know, like think about Airbnb, right? That's a global brand. And, oh yeah, you know okay. they. I'm not thinking disrupt. I'm thinking like conglomerates. Yeah, I and guess. I'm I'm thinking more like you know how do you still have a um, develop a brand personality even on that level where people from anywhere around the world are going to be attracted to what you have to offer, and really what it is 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 value positioning. I know, know how. 
Oh my gosh, here we go. So <laughs> their, logo, uh, <laughs> their logo looks like a vagina. See? Pretty simple, guys. <laughs> it all comes back I've to this. I never thought about it that way. But Look it I'm up. Not I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> when you, when you see it, you're going to be like, wow, he's he's dead nuts on. <laughs> or he's you're going to be like, he thinks they look like that? Uh I don't know how ladies' bits. Oh, work. I just googled vagina. Sorry. Oh, well, don't do that. That's a different that's show. Oh, it does okay. look like uh, uh, it, mm, it, it looks kind like... of actually looks like dick and balls. Too. Oh gosh. <laughs> if you, I mean, it's like a triangle with balls on the bottom. And depends what you want to see. I guess <laughs> I this guess is like a Rorschach test. It depends test. on what you want to see. Yes. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the view outside your window of maybe, what you're renting. Maybe that's mm-hmm. your view outside your window. Um. um. <laughs> so, but we, you were on a roll. So we cut you off. Thank you. Um, yeah, so from there, you know, once we actually understand like where they're trying to go, um, I will actually walk them through a pro- our process, which like they'll answer like 10 questions, um, which it sounds really simple, but these 10 questions allow me to understand um, what they're going to look like visually, you know, what their tagline is going to come out to be, what their social media strategy needs to look like, what their revenue um, streams are. So if they have no idea how they're going to make money in their business, like from this, these questions, you know, I'm able to say, okay, well, you can actually monetize this business like this, 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 and this. Yeah. So that's why I was saying, like, essentially, it ends up becoming the foundation of a business plan because we help to answer all of those questions through that process before we even touch designing a logo or a website. Yeah. Yeah. I tell everybody now, I don't even, we don't even start working on the site until I have all the assets. Now. Mm-hmm. And they're like, huh? Yeah. I was like, well, I want to see it now. I'm like, I use the house scenario for the website. I'm like, I don't want to show you why would building construction guy wouldn't want to show you a house. Why would he, he hates having the owner come by and go like, yeah. Why are there pipes out the foundation? Right. Can we I move see this wood wall? and stuff out. Why is, is this 52 feet deep? Right. My building is. <laughs> yeah. So it's only 51.5. Like, you know, like you just, damn. Right. Okay. You don't, we don't want to have that happen. What's so, the ADA doorway? What is it? Right. It's 36, 36 inches. Come on, guys. Inches, yeah. Come on, guys. We, we both all, said we it. We all know that. We all know <laughs> that. Oh, now it. Come on, guys. We all know it. Common right? knowledge, yes? guys. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> so, so, you know, you, you want to make sure. And it's the same thing for building a website. You know, yeah. I, like with anything else, content is king. So you have to make sure that you have all of that already ready to go before you start launching out and putting yeah. things out to the world. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, I had a client recently. It was like, all right, hey, here are four websites. Just start taking everything from them. I'm like, nope. no. <laughs> and I'm like, even if I was doing that, how do you want it laid out? Do you want it the exact same? Because that is illegal, I'm sure, on a bunch of IP stuff. But, you know, we can use that as a jumping off point yeah. if you want. I tried to get, <laughs> be nice about it, but I was like, you know, it's probably not going to work. Yeah. Um, but uh, we could talk for hours. We got to cut it off because Eric's got a heart out. And then uh, I'm going to do your show. Yep. After this. Okay. Oh boy. All right. What about my sweat equity? Sweatequitypod.com. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Vimeo, your mom's Walkman. LinkedIn. Super big on LinkedIn. Huge. Huge in India. Has expanded. What up? <laughs> Number one in careers in Kakistan. Oh, Kakistan. Something like that. That's a-